0: I am Carrie Fulmec and I'm Carolyn Charles and we are from the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Welcome to Changing Lives with a Horse, of
1: course. Tune in to find out a ton about our horses, your horses, how they can change people's lives, personal wellness, and hear from loads and loads
0: of wonderful guest speakers. So whether it's discussing how to hear and work with your horses in a different way, how to be selfful for you, horse welfare, or just to chat about life in general and have a good laugh, you are in the absolute right place. This is a podcast for life changers. And so it's a podcast for you. We are all life changers.
1: Hey, 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 hey! Oh, that kind of works out perfect since we're in the industry of equine to say yeah. hey, hey, hey! It's
0: not Canadian. Nope, it's, nope. It's about the hay <laughs> because it's always about the, about the hay, the hay and the horses. Ooh, and that costs a lot of doskies. <laughs> it really does. We are pretty excited today because this one is about how are you going to make money at the end of the day, because we know that there's so many of us out there who have a beautiful passion for wanting to work with people and work with horses and help change people's lives. But at the end of the day, we do have to keep what we have to be able to fund them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we do need to make a little bit of money in order to be able to keep a roof over our head and keep our horses well fed as well. So we're going to be talking about how are you going to make a little bit of money? A little, yeah, a little bit. A good amount. I'm sorry, we make
1: a living. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've made a living for, well, I wouldn't say the first three years, because the first three years were the hardest freaking years, because remember, that was 15 years
0: ago. Nobody in the world knew what equine assisted learning really was then. True. Very, very true. So we'll go into our regular rigmarole first and foremost. So if you guys hear something today, we want to hear that or see, (laughs) I guess, we can't hear you, but we want to see that hashtag, holy jumping Jumping tuna tuna fish. fish. So if something blows your mind, or maybe it's something you had never thought of before, throw in that hashtag for us, because we enjoy it. Or the little fishies we're happy with the fishies as well and then of course share 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 because sharing is in fact you guys caring that's right it is so sharing is caring so share this out maybe you know somebody else that's in the equine industry and this kind of some of the tips that we're going to give you today don't just apply to us necessarily Mm -hmm. it's really any business working with horses well this is really really that's weird it's like we were out in the ocean it (laughs) did look like that Sorry for anybody that we just gave uh, some seasickness to you. Oh, good morning, Megan. Good to see you on. So yes, share this sucker out so that other people can learn a little bit more, because the one thing that's happening in the equine industry is a lot less people are going into it. So whether it be riding, whether it be training, whether it be equine assisted learning, we need more people coming into this horse industry as well. We really do because we got to save the pony punks. Yes, absolutely. If you're catching this on replay, throw in that hashtag replay so we can come back and say hi to you as well. And then of course, the hashtag we are life changers because doggone it you are every single human being on this earth has the opportunity uh, being on living earth. being yeah that's right we we can't <laughs> consider all dogs cats
1: cows freaking roosters
0: freaking chickens <laughs> A freaking rooster can change your life in the morning let well, me tell you <laughs> he seriously can and
1: i still know i've seen these beautiful pet chickens
0: They are freaking amazing. So I saw this video the other day of this guy with a fish. And so he's in the open. This is totally off track, but (laughs) he's in the open ocean, open ocean. And he's trained this little fish to come back to him. So he puts his hands in the water like this and the little fish swims to his hands and he throws him back out and then the little fish comes back and he comes back to the same spot every day and plays with his wild fish
1: wow when you hear things like that right. sometimes i'm like geez why do we
0: eat? what can, and then you think <laughs> why can't i get my dog to sit like I can trade the fish in the open yep. ocean yeah but the dogs don't so them. all living things all life changers and it's something to remember <gasps> every trees single day
1: too. i was just told from my gardener i mean i don't have a gardener that sounds like i've got <laughs> the guy, I planted, your trees the guy right. who yeah. planted my trees and of course i'm always worried about my trees because we have severe weather conditions and I messaged him because my Mugo pines are starting to turn brown. And he sent me the loveliest message back. says a whole bunch of things. And he goes, you know, you are such a lovely guardian of your trees. I'm
0: like, oh, thank you. She's like the Lorax. She speaks for the trees. It's lovely. <laughs> Good morning, Brittany and Lisa on there too. You have to watch The Octopus Teacher. I don't, I've never heard of this, no, but either. now I'm intrigued because we've talked about this fish thing and everything else, yeah. but remember too, you are also a life changer. We have the opportunity every single day to make an impact on somebody's life, whether you're in a horse industry, whether you're walking down the street, it doesn't matter. You have the opportunity to be a life changer and to change somebody's life day in a positive way as well.
1: You bet your sweet pee piece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so profound. <laughs> So I like, it's life-changing, octopus teacher. Okay, I'm going to try to find that and watch it. So just to give you guys an idea of who we are, if you're joining for the first time. Oh boy, that'd be scary. Yeah, welcome. And Mm -hmm. please do let us know who you are and where you're from, because we always like to see that in the comments as well, so we know who we're chatting with. But my name is Carolyn Charles, I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing, as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Carrie Fulmec, the founder and master instructor for the Equine Connection. We globally help humans around the world to do what it is what we do. Now, our certification is more like a career. Mm -hmm. It's not just you come and get a certification. You're with us forever. We train you forever because nobody can be an expert in that little bit of time. No. So, the beauty with our career is it's always about the welfare of the horse first. I, I have to say that is the thing that we are most proudest of. And when we're working with other equine specialists, it is so cool how few of us there really are for the welfare of the horse. Yes. Because if we're not keeping the welfare number one, Because the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. And if we're not keeping that horse safe, there is no way on earth that you can be keeping all of the human clients at a safe place either. So it's really important to us to always look after our horse and then understand as facilitators, understand as uh, entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. or self-employed, learning to do this career and having all the The programs and the instructional material and how we facilitate what it is we're looking for, because we as trained facilitators are looking for the horse to speak because they literally are the teacher. We then do a step in not to tell the human what the horse is saying, but to ask and empower that human because they've already been trained in everything else. What do you think that your horse is telling you right now?
0: And they have the answers to their they own do. lives way more so than we ever would be yeah. able to fill in a blank for them. Right? Absolutely. We just flippantly help them to see those pieces. <gasps> Teresa, um, New York State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome. Libby, I love to. Good morning. I love that we are with you forever, our little mm, lady. That's good. Because yeah. you really do have to like us, don't you, Libby? Because <laughs> yes. you are with us forever. <laughs> and you see a lot of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just going to say something of what we're talking about today.
1: Uh, making money.
0: Yep. Ah, oh, crap. It was, guys, it was good. It was
1: brilliant, wasn't yeah.
0: it? Oh, Megan from California. Thank you for popping in, Megan. You <laughs> just saved me from my own brain. I really appreciate that. Oh, hey, Di. Oh, Di is my R. I Well, yeah. she's... She's awesome.
1: eh? She is awesome. She's a burlesque (laughs) teacher. She's a dance teacher. She helps us, which is really kind of cool and parallel to what it is we do with Mm -hmm. horses, but it's through movement because horses speak through movement. Yes. We as humans need to speak through movement, but sometimes we, what? Close ourselves up because we think we could embarrass ourselves or maybe we're not doing it right or maybe someone's judging. So really love dive for those pieces as well.
0: And I have to say, as a person who is not always been super aware of my body (laughs) like of how like it moves or functions or like walking actually even works yeah So when I think about like my first time trying to lunge horses and that kind of thing, Carrie had a good day. She had a lot of fun that day as I was trying to do this. But even with doing something like that, like we do with diet, it helps you just to be aware of the parts of your body and how they actually move and work with you. And I I think it would help. And I see we got Joy from in Ocala. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's the fancy version of it. We actually know somebody from down in that area as well. Very cool. And hey, Joy,
1: my name. My middle name is Joy. Joy is such a great, great name. I love Joy. I love it. Joy to the world. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, let's let's get on to like the the actual. Why we're here. Not the
0: show. Yes. But the live. The live. So, with this whole making money thing, the one thing that we, this is where oh, I was going, it came oh, back. Because then I'll the you. Yes. But okay. the one thing when we started certifying people that we realized we had to do was set them up for success. And that's mm-hmm. where the business day came from and business pack and all the marketing help and everything else because we failed so, it was our first attempt in learning. That's what we'll call the failure here. But we did it so badly. In the, <laughs> in the first three years. Of when we were running this business. So that was the biggest part of our certifications. <clears> it's not just about learning how to facilitate. If you don't know how to get this out there, if you don't know how mm-hmm. to actually show people what it is we do, because you're not dealing with horse people who know the med piece of a horse, you're dealing with people who probably never touched Non-horse horse people before, right? is really what your business is. Absolutely. So that was why we came up with all of these pieces because you do have to understand the business side and the marketing side to be able to get your beautiful business and purpose out there as well. So that's why we're doing this. It's true. And here is the bonus.
1: Here is the absolute bonus. Every human on this earth, doesn't matter if you're from a small little town like Springside and there's like 80 people or if you're from a metropolis, like major millions of people in a city, every human needs to learn skills. It's that's all there is to it. And for the rest of our lives until we die, Because we think we're good at some of the skills, but Mm -hmm. we actually aren't, especially communication.
0: Fifteen years of even going through these programs or self-teaching these programs, we still need skills. See, every single day, I might add. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And if the days you think that you're full of your skills, you're you're toast. Exactly. So
1: before we get into the money piece, because I find this super exciting. For all of us who are horse people, we do know that we have heard this line before. Horses are hay burners horses cost you money they do not make you money you tell people that you want to start a horse business they say you're off your rocker your mind is gone because you will never ever make money and trust me i got that before i started my business too everybody thought i I was a rooka. but here's the beauty so
0: just because she used words like that
1: no (laughs) exactly so here's the beautiful thing after 15 years. Well, it would, I'd say 14 years. Mm-hmm. So my hubby Sid, we are building a new house on our new property out here and the trades are coming. Now, even people who are not horse people, trades, people, they look at these big animals and they say, Whoa, buddy, this must cost you a lot of money to have 10 horses and Sid, every single time would say, well, actually, these horses are the gold mine. And these horses actually make us money, blew away every trade known mm-hmm. to mankind because nobody believes that you can make money with horses, even though we've been doing this for 15 years. And it's been the last 12 years that we actually make money because the first three years what yeah, doesn't matter, we were supposed to go through that. But it's so beautiful to know if you understand what it is that you have. How do you talk to organizations? How do you talk to schools? How do you talk to women? Maybe that you're, you're wanting to help, but what kind of women you want to work with men, but what kind of men, like we always have to understand, we always think when we start a business, it's, ah, there's a horse, everybody's going to come and just buy into They first of all, people don't buy in to things you're selling. So here's the first thing to understand being an entrepreneur you, you don't, you're not selling because it's not the way it rolls. You always have to understand what is it that you have in your gold? What is it that you offer in value to these organizations or to these clients that you are wanting to help? You have to understand what it is you have. And again, lots of times we see lots of people, they sell to a human. Mm-hmm. So they say this, this and this all for the price of this. It doesn't roll because if you don't affect me in a feel if you don't affect a client in a field because right now and actually for the last i think it's been three years the yeah. marketing and advertising has changed to that feel piece and you have to feel and be a part of that business understanding who you are like it, it's so imperative because If you don't catch me, and I'm just saying me as as just a a client, but it can be like any anybody, if you're not catching your target market with the feel and the value and what the outcome, you got to have an outcome for clients. Because again, if I go in to get my hair done, I want the outcome that I'm going to look freaking hot by the time I spent my $180, Right. right? Yeah.
0: I remember being in school and we were talking about public relations and marketing and how they all work together. And the first thing that came up that they do kind of coincide on is understanding your your target. Like who is it that you are actually talking to with all of this and what is the value? Because you're not gonna sell dental floss to somebody with dentures. Right. So you can't say <laughs> that's fine to everybody across everybody who has teeth in their mouth is gonna want our dental floss, because that's not true. Nope. Right kids. They don't like flossing their teeth. They don't care either. So you have to really figure out who is your target and drive it down so that you know that the value you're creating, the service you're offering, the outcome that you're offering is going to be something that they feel right here that they're like, I relate to that. I feel that piece, but without having a really finely defined target, you won't be able to actually yeah. have those answers so that is the very first piece of how you're going to make money in any horse business, is understand who is it that you want to sell this to and remembering that you're not a salesperson it's that's not what it's because about. It,
1: that yeah. isn't what it's about i mean we we all come into this with horses because first of all we love the smell mm-hmm. of the horse like it it fills our entire being and then we know we've been with a horse and how they've changed our life because they help us to live in moments so there's so much beauty in what it is that they are already giving to us. So those are pieces in understanding who our target is. So for example, what, what I personally did was a long day ago. I, uh, once I started to understand who is the person that I'm wanting to connect to. So I did it as a one person
0: idea yeah, with a name and a face. Yeah. So I gave her
1: and as I wrote her out, I said that she loves to wear white t-shirts and jeans and she loves her cowboy boots and she loves putting on her muck boots and going out and and i just did the whole what this person looks like i said that she was a divorced woman that she had three children uh she was she always craved to have more purpose she craved to be self-employed so she didn't have to um and be, uh, uh, be accountable to anybody else and it's so funny by the time I was done what was it like this long we had big lists it was a <laughs> it was long one. <laughs> yes. now Carolyn did her own but mm-hmm. I'm just saying just for me because if we don't understand who the human is that we're marketing to we can't market to all of the other thousands or hundreds that we're marketing to well by cracky in some way it was bizarre it actually ended up being me yeah once I read it out loud like it's like hey I know that person And this was for the certification so then when we were doing our women's workshop because we have our authentic you women's workshop what kind of women Mm -hmm. well we didn't just say oh all women everywhere no no it has to be women who do you feel authentic to your being see that's a question i just threw out to you and i don't know if any of you want to answer because that is a question if you feel something from that do you feel your authentic piece. Do you know who you are authentically anymore? Because sometimes as us as women, what starts happening is we, we have families, we go to work, we raise our children. We
0: sometimes lose who our authentic being is. Yeah, we define everything about ourselves a lot of the time by the things that we've done rather than the things that we are. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference in the two. And you think of a lot of women who then their kids leave one day. If they were a stay-at-home mom for years and years, the kids leave and all of a sudden, well, they've got no volleyball practice to go to anymore. Now, now what, right? Where do I go now? but even how Carrie posed it it was a question because you want people to question themselves, but not in a bad way. You want them to question why they would be interested in this. Is Mm -hmm. this something that's going to give them a benefit that relates to them? And I know some of you are saying, well, not everybody's going to say yes to that. No. Great. Then that's not our market. (laughs) Yeah. This is the perfect
1: perfect place (laughs) because it's not our market. If you feel authentic to your being and you totally are solid and strong where it is that you stand, that's freaking fabulous. This wouldn't be, the program for you, but maybe taking leadership courses through the equine assisted learning piece. That would be something that maybe we market to, but we're not going to market to that person because we're not looking for that person.
0: Yeah. And this target. So the more we talk about this and hope you're getting that it's super specific, Super. super duper specific. Now, will everybody who comes to your program or to your writing or whatever it may be, are they all going to fit exactly in that? Not necessarily, but if you're doing your marketing right, you're going to find that when groups of people come out together, there's going to be a common link and we'll see these people like, I mean, our authentic you women's workshops, people keep in touch after because they've found somebody that feels just like them. So then on top of being able to work with the horses and gain the skills, they also figure out they're not alone in all of this too. It's pretty phenomenal how when you target your market so beautifully, you can create such a tribe of people almost who feel the same way and you don't have to worry about being crazy over specific because those people exist with all of those same feelings doesn't matter if they don't talk about it outwardly they still have them so how it works
1: for us and equine assisted learning in our programs is for our women's workshops and we'll stay very focused so because you just take what it is we've said now and you can bring it into your youth your youth at risk your men men at risk um, alcoholics anonymous, corporate like, programs, breast cancer survivors, anything exactly <laughs> yeah. grief oh, like huge. that yeah. is huge too. So then you just apply all of the things that we we're saying. So, for example, when we run our authentic you women's workshop, we market it out on our, our social media platform and we have space for six to eight women, it's only women like that's very specific it's only women and we charge 5.97 for a women's workshop so that would be like a friday and a saturday we include all of the food all of the snacks they got lots of uh great tangible items that come with this weekend workshop so even taking that into play if you even did you know 10 workshops a year if all you did Doing this business, this specific one in equine assisted learning, was do ten workshops a year at a five ninety seven per weekend. But so I'm going to tell you how you know your pricing. That's a pretty beautiful little living that yeah. you've got going. Like it's really cool. But here is the thing in understanding this: you might not charge five ninety seven because see, you got to know who's your competition. Now, lots of times as Entrepreneurs, we get it a little mixed up. We think our competition is someone who's offering an equine-assisted something, but that, that's not true because that's not what this business is. Ours, in specific, ours is a skills development business. So you see, you would have to Google search what skills development programs are in and around your area. So, for example, even with our Authentic You we've had women fly from the USA. Mm-hmm. We have people drive across Canada, Canada is very big, very big place, very, very big. So sometimes it can take them a couple of days to get here. Like, it's not local
0: market that we're just marketing to, mm-hmm. because it's so it's it's an event. It's like something it's that they're huge. going out of the way, just like you would if you're going on a women's retreat, people look at them uh, maybe I want to go to Hawaii for a women's retreat. Mm-hmm. Like people are willing to travel for those things as well. Absolutely. So when you're doing your research what you would do
1: is Google search again let's say you're doing even riding lessons. You would do riding lessons in and around your area if you want unless you've got a specialty in what it is that you're offering like our Chris Irwin uh-uh. now um, I'm calling him our seen. Chris Irwin I, just, <laughs> I love him because he's all about the horse and the new things that we're learning from him is yeah outstanding but he travels the world to help writers and coaches so you see it all depends on the specialty and what it is you're looking for so so for example if you put that into google search you would have to put in what are the things that I'm looking for in that target market now I'm sorry I'm going to go back to the authentic you women's workshop again because is it um, empowerment courses Is it life skills courses? Like we first have to find out what it is, then you put it into Google and it brings you up all of these other organizations who are running women's workshops so that you can see what do those other organizations supply in the workshop? Is it Mm -hmm. two days? Does it include all the food? Does it include the venue? Do you have to bring anything? And then you can start comparing the pricing because I know Jane in Australia, she charges more than we do for authentic you. I
0: was just going to say, and who was on here, joy from Florida or from New York area. Those are going to be different pricing than our Calgary (coughs) area might be as well. Right? So you need to actually figure out what it is in your area. And just to clarify one thing too, if you're working at a workshop or something like a clinic, then that's where people are going to travel all over. If you're doing Uh riding lessons, people aren't going to travel to come once a week, right? So then you're looking at a different uh, space as well to look into who you're, who's actually going to be coming out and what the competition would be actually on that side of things as well. So you got to figure out, again, it comes back down to your target, who's willing to travel, who's not going to be willing to travel and figuring out solidly who it is that you're running this for as well. But yes, yeah, so always check your competitors. So
1: whatever equine business you are in, whatever you understand and what your target is, that's what you put in so you can see what your competition doing. Because our competition, even for team building, for example, was our Banff area, which I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of you have heard of Banff, Alberta, but that is, you know, two and
0: a half hours away from here. An hour. Well, from here, I guess it'd be two hours. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So something like that. But, you know, people travel like we actually had a Chicago group fly in to take a team building one day. Yeah, and that's just their home base. They flew from all over the states and Canada. Yeah, Yeah. and they stayed in the little small town of Strathmore, Alberta, (laughs) and they supported the economy there. Like, I always find that, fascinating that that's what they offer that's what
0: they do but they do do that and then they went to BAM. You're, well, you're welcome <laughs> yeah exactly I mean if you fly this
1: far you have
0: to may go as well well while you're here so it's so
1: crucial in understanding those markets and of course we charge a pretty penny for our team building events as well because we know it the outcomes that they are going to get from being bringing their team and of course that's how we market it So we ask them the questions, then we give them a little snippet of what this result-oriented workshop is going to do so that we can actually, and I do, we can guarantee that there's going to be a result. Why? We have a horse in the middle of it. So it it works out perfect for how it is that we market to our specialty audiences so that we are making money. Do we have 10 audiences? Nope. We sure don't Hello. that's way too much work in business. Then it's you've got balls everywhere. And how do you spend money in marketing what it is you're doing
0: if you are doing too much of everything? That's what I was just going to say. Even with like the corporate side of things, we still had to figure out, we can't just say all businesses. Mm -hmm. We still had to figure out what size of business, how many employees, are there different pods of people, what's going on with all of it? So we still had to really break down who was that corporation that we were wanting to approach with this so we knew we were getting to the right people. Because if they wanted to bring 150 people to our location, that doesn't sit with what we do, right? It just doesn't align. So we definitely want to make sure that we're setting it up the right way, figuring out our target market for that as well. Absolutely. So we
1: always work in small numbers, just so you know, in our business. So it's a a higher value price. Oh, let us tell you this too. So here is the story. We are not making money. Well, I've spent like I was in the hole 300,000, but I still totally
0: believed in this, somehow we were going to make this thing work. She went in the hole for you guys who are going to take the business (laughs) side of things so we could learn what to do wrong first. And then that's right. We made it all. back. Yeah. So
1: anyway, we met somebody. Here's another key thing in your business is networking clubs, whether it's doing it on a zoom platform, because there's lots of them now or whether you can physically go out to a networking club, I call it a club. I don't think it's a club. They're events usually. Is that what you call them? Any who do I have to say those are key when you're starting out in your business. No matter what industry you are in in equine, you definitely want to hit these networking clubs. And I mean, we only did like two a month. So it's not like you're going out every single day doing these things. But we had met a a fellow by the name of Kent, who was a coach. And we met him at a Calgary Stampede networking
0: group. It was his stampede party, but That's I, don't right. even, I don't even know how we, how got we invited. were invited.
1: Yeah. The so, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So we're there. He's excited. What the hell? What do you mean, Team Bill? What do you mean? I'm going to have a result. How can you guarantee that? And then, of course, we say because of the horse. What? There's no way. Like he was like, I have to come out and try this. So he comes out and he tries it. We take him through one of the programs. He brought a friend with him. These two were amazing at mm-hmm. the end of it. So his question is, how much money do you charge? for a full day team building workshop because we so proud. it this is an incredible event that you can have a result from it and you can say that you're gonna have a result we said $2,500 and that much. includes a catered lunch now we were very proud yeah and he goes so how's that going for you And we're like it's not like we no making no money in the team building area yeah he goes well I can tell you right now You have devalued your program. He said, I drove up. He said, I saw a huge building. He goes, I know in business that is huge overhead. Then I look out and I see large animals. I don't understand them, but I know that they would cost a lot of money to feed. Then I see that you have employees here. Overhead, money. He goes, this is a $12,000 day
0: we like our jaws well yeah. your jaw dropped i cursed it in. she she said the effort <laughs> word. did <out>. yeah <laughs> it just came out i wasn't it wasn't intentional but it, mm-hmm. it threw me back so much and in all honesty at that moment too we still had to figure out what pricing we were comfortable with <gasps> yeah because twelve thousand. Well. we were like no, way. no 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 <clears throat> that was a little that was a little much for us but i can see how we got there with the number and seeing the overhead and the experience that he had just had mm-hmm. but he had just had the experience right mm-hmm. We not like we maybe if we could just be like donate more after yeah <laughs> when they realize no. how fantastic it is. But we came up with a different number that we were very comfortable with, and it flew nicely out of our mouths when we were telling people it, about it as well.
1: And it aligned with our competition. Yes. So here's the thing again: I didn't go looking for competition with anyone else who was doing equine anything because that's of no interest to me. No. My business is on skills development. So you do so you do the Google thing again. Who is in and around your area who is offering team-building events? Again, how many people? Where's the venue? Does it include the venue? Does it include your food for the day? What do you have to bring? All those great things. And once we aligned with our competition pricing, it was great. Then our business went places because we actually valued our programs of what it was that they were worth instead of devaluing. Now, I've been an entrepreneur since diapers. And it's really interesting that I never in one moment ever thought of pricing being devalued. I just thought, hey, if we mm-hmm. can make a living and $2,500 is a really good I thought, price. You see, I was personally thinking and yeah. it was not because they wouldn't look at us for who our target market was
0: as Calgary oil and gas. You see how very specific it is? Well, I mean, so they wouldn't about- look at us because we didn't price the same. Somebody said to me once, it's like buying a used vehicle, right? If you see two vehicles side by side, they look pretty similar. One's $500 and the other one is $10,000. Are you going to trust the $500? Mm. No, you're going to think oh, something's something's wrong with that one for sure if it's that low. So if you go to that point where you're way undervaluing yourself, people are going to think uh, it's going to be crap. Because exactly why would it only be that much right so you get end up on the wrong side of things too we ended up talking way more about this part than any we did. others. but, that's but awesome. you know
1: this is the key to making money in your equine business it's the absolute key it's your it's your foundation because mm-hmm. you have to know these pieces in order to make money because can you make money with horses oh 100 you can living proof our our facilitators we're with them forever to help them to get to their successes because your success might not look like my success because i know even as time's gone on my success is not working as much anymore but being more with my family and still making a lovely living so that you don't have to stress about money Mm -hmm. like i don't have to go out and clean clean bathrooms or anything but here's the other thing knowing what it is that you want to do so for example I know myself I would not ever have a boarder come to my property Boarding boarding is not where it's at for me but it could be for one of you. Maybe mm-hmm. you're offering riding and boarding and equine assisted learning like you can make your facility quite... Uh, elaborate in what it is that they're offering but here at the equine connection the only thing we offer is a assisted learning and what we do love to do is collaborate with other people who do offer riding because we will our clients are always we yeah. can can we ride a horse? Where can we ride a horse? We refer them to the people who are offering riding.
0: And we have purpose up here because you do have to have a <clears throat> a feeling of purpose with whatever it is that you're doing, but it also goes with alignment. It has to be in alignment with where you want to be like you were very clear. The border thing is not going to happen here because <laughs> that does not fall within the parameters of the purpose. That we are headed to, right?
1: It's true. Like, even 300,000 in the hole. And I remember Sid and you and others said, Why don't you board? Well, we could
0: board. Nope.
1: But nope. I'm like, Nope, <laughs> because once you get into it, now I'm going away from the idea of what it was to me that I wanted to. Right? Do, right? Even
0: like in how the purpose aligns with lifestyles, right? Yeah. From the very beginning. Did we do some evenings and weekends Mm -hmm. because we had to? Yeah, absolutely. But was that where we wanted to be with our lives and how that's going to align with how we want to live the other side of our lives as well and have a beautiful balance? Evenings and weekends didn't fall into that. So we don't really do evenings and weekends other than the authentic you would do on Saturdays too. That's very
1: true. Friday, Saturday. But, you know, and that's really key. You have to be very solid in understanding you as the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. because i remember as weekenders uh i was a sales manager with weekenders and i had a unit of a hundred women loved and love love women i that's where i really started to like them because before <laughs> i didn't like women before no it didn't happen until weekenders but here was this thing i was the same way no evenings no weekends now you're at a show it's kind of like doing a tupperware or mary Kay. it's like a, um a but tea clothes. Yeah, except it was yeah. clothes. So I would do booking, right? Do you want to book a show and get some free clothes? And they'd say, yes, can we, I do a Saturday? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't do weekends. And now you see, this is where sometimes people get a little nervous because they want the sale, but I'm very strong. I don't do weekends. Mm-hmm. So I just stay quiet. And then she goes, well, maybe I could make it work on like a Thursday evening. I say sure, I've got this Thursday, blah blah blah, whatever my Thursday is. You have to be strong in what it is that you're offering so that the people want what it is that you just offered. They just saw me yes. doing all my stripping teas clothing. <laughs> Although you never <laughs> see me naked. Yeah, but. She wasn't stripping. No, much. I wasn't just stripping. to clarify.
0: But even if we had a, a sports team come in a few yes. weeks ago and we ended up doing that on a Sunday. Now, normally, yeah. again, it's not our cup of tea to do weekends, but you have to be very cautious if you are just giving up the time because you want the money versus giving up the time because you actually want to help those people yeah. and work with them. Because if we came in on that Sunday and had had shit-tastic attitudes, for mm. lack of a better way, who's going to feel that first and foremost? Course, that's exactly right. So our program is not going to go the way that we're looking for it to go anyway. So this has to be aligned with your purpose of why you're doing it if it's just for the money.
1: It doesn't rule it
0: doesn't rule you mm-hmm. have to have a want and a need for it and now this doesn't mean you're not going to do a, a kids program sometimes that you're like well boy I can't yeah. make some money I'm glad I'm getting paid right because <laughs> there's gonna be some birthday of parties with the ponies but for us we get such a high almost off of yeah. seeing the change out of people that always works beautifully so when we do pull in a weekend day or we do something the oddest time the oddest time of- I can't even think of the last time we didn't an even. And there. you know,
1: and even with this sports team, it was a hockey team for the mm-hmm. for teenage girls. Yeah. You know, when we took that into consideration with the Sunday piece as well, we said to each other, like, we've been off to me work for two years. I mean, in it's been a very sense. different environment. I mean, so. don't yeah. get me wrong, we've still worked, but uh, we're like, you know, every we traveled, weekend falls into weekends, and I mean, I don't know. It just we just thought. Oh, why not help yeah. these beautiful teenage girls and it was, so and it was lovely. a
0: phenomenal day it was so such lovely. a great day and then again we come off of it and it's filled our buckets it's helped mm-hmm. them it's a beautiful way but it does align with where we want to be and our purpose and why we do what we do if you don't have the passion or the purpose behind what you're doing i don't actually really care what industry you're in you can be the hardest worker in the world it's just not going to be the same and i know this firsthand from all of the jobs I've had, Calgary Police Service, web and graphic design companies, I don't always, I never had to love everything about the job. I, I'm a worker, right? I will still show up and still do my job. However, I worked at a law firm. That was the most miserable I have ever been in my entire life because there was nothing about that place that aligned with any sort of my purpose or passions in any way. And I was freaking miserable. Mm. So you don't want to have those pieces where you're doing something just to have a job or just to have money. It's got to align with why you want to work in that industry in the first place.
1: So true. Purpose is huge. And you know, even with purpose, always know you you're the moment you were born, you have purpose. Yes. Everything you've done in your life to get you to where you are now has all been full of purpose. You have, changed and helped and affected so many humans you will never never know the number
0: that you, that you have yours. helped
1: Ex- <laughs> yeah. right yeah. exactly and now i forget what Sorry. i was going to say with that that's okay um the purpose
0: piece though but you know oh, all the lives yeah
1: and you know it is interesting because i know just before i was turning 40 so maybe around 39 i really started to question carrie what the freak is your purpose in life And I know all of those other things that I just said, but I said to myself, but I want deeper purpose. I want to know when my last breath is taken on earth. I actually did a pretty good job. I didn't want to sell material things anymore. I didn't want to be that salesperson. I wanted to do something with a horse, just didn't know what it was. But I have to tell you for the last 15 years, my last breath is going to be so beautiful because there is so much purpose and working with horses, and helping a human. And you're not helping them by giving them answers. You're allowing them to be empowered in the presence of these magnificent creatures where they make the change. And I have to tell you, there are many times where you're so, you are so humbled in the moment. You could actually come to tears at time because it's so powerful. In the human making a change. And it's actually quite a privilege. I always think how many people on this earth really get to work with horses in this kind of different way and actually make a living doing it. Or or
0: really run with any of what their passion is. Yeah, or baking. You could be a muffin baker. Yeah, and people don't always get to have that opportunity to...
1: She run with that
0: piece yes. right like i didn't even ever know mine was horses i knew it was helping people yeah and that was something that i wanted to do the horse is just well they just made everything all better They do. <laughs> like it, They They just, just made it tenfold it was beautiful like cooking like i think someone who has that
1: I, I mean i love cooking because why you know you have a glass of wine you're talking to your partner or you're not but you're cutting vegetables you, you're feeling things you're you have smells you have spices like you're very mindful in that moment of just mm-hmm. being present. I think that's why I enjoy cooking. I know you enjoy baking, but I enjoy the Only for the pace. first,
0: like, six hours after that, oh, things go Yeah, well. <laughs> but someone
1: who <laughs> loves cooking, like, I would love to have you come to my house and make food for me because I love the smells and all the things that go with cooking, not textures so much. So yeah. I'm not an octopus eater.
0: No, but we'll watch the... The, the no squid I mean, either I'll, yeah i'll eat squid yeah i i don't
1: eat anything that's babies or anything but if you want to come and cook for me i would love that no Why? baby
0: eating <laughs> and nothing with tentacles well you know no
1: babies i don't like that
0: <laughs> okay not so human babies I either oh eat humans at all <laughs> never so the last little piece we'll talk about is the support piece now support find a tribe mm. Right, because there are going to be people out there who will consistently tell you that this is not going to work. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were both told. Many times. Several (laughs) times. You know, even in actual fact, once we even had it going, do you Mm -hmm. remember that fellow that came in? And uh, even as women, he came in, he says, now what you little ladies need. As soon as he said little ladies, I'm like, this is going south. I can feel (laughs) this. What you little ladies need is a man to stand at the front of the organization to give you guys some legitimacy. Mm -hmm. can you believe that yeah and like this is no we're good thanks yep but have a nice day (laughs) Right. get on the knickknack find the people who think like you find the people who will support find your tribe of the people that are going to back you up and give you that because there were down moments 100% there were, but you need to find the ones that really will lift you back up. And that's, again, with our certification, we brought in not only that you have support from us, but from every other facilitator around the globe, Mm -hmm. because we have to have that tribe. We have to have the group of life changers together in one spot, all moving towards the same thing so that we can lift ourselves up when we need to, right? We need that from other people as well. And I love our support system too, for
1: all of the global facilitators who are with us, because it's a very private group. but. You know, we share secrets about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a secret. Because if we're really, if you think about it, as humans, we're very social creatures. Just like our horses are, which is a great parallel. But the more we actually help each other, we actually all win. It's, you know, we've all known those people too. Oh, I'm not going to say that because I don't want them. Well, even this lie. Right? We <laughs> tell you a <laughs> lot of stuff. We share, share, share yeah. because... That's who we are, and that is how you make this big, beautiful team get to the success and helping these humans who desperately need help and learning a skill in a completely different way than they ever imagined because this kind of learning, experiential kind of learning, in the moment that you are touching, feeling, and being, oh, my gosh, there is no greater learning on this earth. Than when that horse
0: tells you something that there just isn't or your animals or whatever, but there isn't. People get so scared about having somebody (laughs) nearby them that might be doing the same thing. Well, after we've talked about the target piece at the beginning of this, you can understand why that's not a problem, Mm -mm. right? Having somebody kind of nearby means that you've got somebody else that you can call on if you have a bigger group or you've got somebody that you can debrief with at the end of the day or that you can help each other out because let me promise you, that it, we could have somebody two blocks down. We couldn't take in all the women of the world who need to learn life skills. We couldn't take in all of the kids. We could, we can't do that ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we need the people out there to spread this type of learning because a lot of people learn differently. Right. Absolutely. And this is something, so don't ever be, <clears throat> excuse me, be afraid of that support being nearby because it doesn't support competition. They don't have to, like go head to head that way. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that made sense. That I part. think it did. Okay, good. I think yeah. it did. <laughs> very good. I and like I that. forgot to see too. We had uh, Heidi on here. Hi, Heidi. Hey, Heidi. I to say hello. And Libby, this is a very good point. Life changes us. We grow, and authenticity looks so different at different ages oh, and different stages. Isn't that the truth?
1: Yeah. I remember being at thirty, and you're like kind of wishy washy. Of forty. Woo! it's like no i'm doing it and then at 50 it's like well i don't care whether you like me you don't whether you disagree right. with me or you don't i am me and i'm very solid where i am so have your skin yeah <laughs> but i'll have mine i never try to sway
0: so age does make a big difference i think so it you're took right me a long time to even get on board like i think i was 30 before i started figuring out the yes, authentic yes. part even. But now I think that's have quickly. Yes, yeah. she has, <laughs> progressed quickly it's very then. exciting to see her in her own. Reach, uh, Rachel <laughs> said, yep, leading by example, unapologetically yes. authentically yourself will bring you what you, you're supposed to target. Absolutely, we work better together, hashtag mm-hmm. life changers. It's very, very true. So we hope that this helped you guys out today. Despite what industry you're in, it really does follow up under the same pieces, mm-hmm. right? This is about figuring out who it is that you're wanting to work with, why you're wanting to work with them, and then know you're not alone in doing it. And that's a very simplified way of getting To make it money. About. Yeah, to make money. That's so remember
1: this, it. you can make money. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not talking breeding. We're not talking no, we're not. any, because that's big, big money obviously into being able to do that we're not talking the race horses we're not talking the kentucky derby none of those things but we're talking like just your horses your horses maybe who they can't do what they used to do Mm -hmm. or maybe you just got an old fella you're just like no i he's got to do something my horse needs purpose these are such beautiful ways because I have to tell you, the purpose is not only in us as humans, these horses, if, and we go through this during our uh, course as well, if they love helping human beings, their purpose, you should see oh these horses. Gosh. Like They're our horses at door. knock at the door to come in. Like they love to be a part of this journey because why? We're always keeping them number one safe. We're never allowing people to do anything that's not safe because the horse is saying, hey, I ain't following this human anywhere. Great time to have a step in to ask that human, what do you think the horse needs in order to go forward, right? And here's body language once more, we bring it in. Horses know body language. So there is, don't let anybody tell you, you can't make money. And I always see being an entrepreneur, here's my last and final thought with this. You're already spending money on horses. Mm -hmm. So whether you board, whether you have four horses of your own, you're paying for hay, vet, farrier, you're paying for your home expenses, you're paying for your vehicle expenses, you're paying for a cell phone, you're paying for coffee, you're paying for all kinds of things already. But that just goes bye-bye and out the window. But when you actually implement it into an actual business, then you see now you're adding in all of these things that are expenses. That's right they're all expenses yeah but now it's your business with all these expenses now you start bringing in some income your bookkeeper accountant they do the, that balancing beautiful thing at the end of the year oh you're still in a loss great i get to carry all those expenses that i couldn't have wrote off before and i get to bring them as a loss to my next year this is freaking brilliant and the governments have set it up this way So it's beautiful, like we can do things like this. I love knowing that even though horses are beyond expensive and I would be in the hole hands down anytime with a horse in the hole. Hands down because they are life to me. But now to be able to literally use it as a business, that's what I love. Because I'm gonna spend the money anyway. So I might as well be self-employed and own a part of that so at least I got the write offs
0: Yeah. So hopefully you guys found it helpful today about how you can work with your horses to really make a living, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We, we stand strong by it. (laughs) Absolutely. And just connect with us if you want more questions answered. Yeah. Throw it in the comments and then we can send you some info. Okay. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We're life changers.